Hi guys, welcome back to the Anime Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about doing a review on the, Northern, the Legend of the Northern Blade. Um, What is this chapter? I think this is chapter 52. I could be wrong. Let me confirm. 51. And I'm getting ahead of myself. That's how excited I am to just get to 52. This I, I got to say this is one of the most refreshing. Man, it's a manhwa. But, you know, I just call anything like uh, comic that like from eastern side manga but it's a manhwa you know it's originated in korea you know, this is a, uh, you know, another name they use is webtoon so this is a korean webtoon you know aka a manhwa and that's called spelled m-a-n-h-w-a it's similar to chinese manhwa in terms of sound and pronunciation which is spelled m-a-n-h-u-a right but they are different you know normally the art is different the type of stories they might have some martial arts story but in like in koreans they will call it murim and on the martial societies murim and stuff like that anyway let's get to northern blade so in 52 you know it's kind of pretty much slow pace you know it's kind of wrapping up basically everything that took place in like the, the past previous chapter and you know, trying to you know close out that arc as i guess you could call this an arc you know i don't you know this is an arc that has been finished you know you know him going out to look for his uncle you know after he was traded for like seven so sorry he was training for like seven or ten years and he go, went out ventured out to look for his uncle you know which was tied up in the broken fists um area you know their territories you know he got caught up in the, the not the silent night plot you know to resurrect some of the silent night bastards <laughs> and i'm calling bastards and about they're not really bastards and i think one of the things i love about this manga or again sorry manhwa is that it humanizes the character you know even the villains have a human a humanistic you know approach you know give them a humanistic approach you know you know like in some copy and paste uh, manga manhwa or tv shows or in entertainment where the villain is just a villain for villain's sake you know you know they don't give it, it, it there's no justification and we're not trying to justify evil doings but let's be honest human beings aren't are, are in you know even if you're not the most logical human you have some form of ideology that is driving us as human beings you know some of us love we don't just do things simple because we want to do them now, sometimes there's a reason why we are pursuing a particular lifestyle or doing a particular thing, you know. That is that is what it means to be human beings. So, I like how they humanize the characters, you know. They don't just let these characters seem like, oh, he's just an evil bastard, you know. Yeah, sure, they might be doing some evil shit, but you could understand their point of view. Even if it's very selfish, very short-sighted, you could still see why this human being would come to such a conclusion you know and that's and that is very important because you know in order to solve a problem you must first identify the problem define the problem and sometimes as human beings we pretend like a lot of our problems aren't solvable aren't realistic you know we, we don't define these problems outright and this is why we would never be able to solve certain problems you know like crime and violence you know we haven't really s- you know, we are always trying to fight crime, but we should be trying to solve the crime and violence issue instead of fighting it, you know. Get to the root cause of it. Why is it happening, you know? Why are people doing the things that they are doing? But anyway, let's get to this. So, 
the opening chapters you know we see the another the, the silent night spear guy i don't remember his name going you know walking away with the the guy that carried out the plan to resurrect him i don't remember his name that's the sound guy so for those of you who have read the manhwa and is listening to this review i'm sorry you know i should be a lot more professional i'm gonna be doing it but i just say you know if i don't do this now i'm not gonna do it any another time so let's just do it so i'm gonna be doing writing the names down and trying to remember them but anyway another the silent night spear guy is walking after fighting with with the northern blade in Arita. I forgot his name as well. <laughs> right? And he's clearly injured, which is quite surprising because no we didn't know that he the guy actually injured him. The Northern Blade. That's what they're calling him you now in this chapter. Northern Blade actually injured him. Right? So it's interesting to see that even though the Northern Blade guy was really scared and thought yo he could not possibly fight against this guy he did manage to injure him that's a very clear and that's significant because it's 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 making it explicitly clear that this guy you know we know he's in the main character so obviously he's gonna be strong but he's it's it's painting obviously that yo this guy northern blade is really powerful and he's going to be even more powerful in the future because he left seclusion and training to go look for his uncle it's not like yo it was his time you know that okay i'm finished training i'm going to go out into the world right now right so he didn't really finish his training right so now the question is is he going to go back into seclusion and train i don't think so because what has happened now is that he has made a huge impact you know he can no longer just i mean of course he could just and go try to be secluded but it's going to be hard right now because he has exposed himself exposed his ability you know people know i know referring to him as northern blade he is quite famous but no one really knows yet that he is the descendant of the northern evenly sick you know another blade sick right so no one know that he is his son the last inheritor of the sick the northern sick right but they do refer to him as northern blade so what do you think is going to happen? Is he going to go back into seclusion to finish training? I personally don't think so. Yeah, I think sure is going to continue to train, but I don't think it's going to be a thing in seclusion unless, you know, he, he deliberately realized that, you know what, I have to go to train secluded. But I don't see that happening, at least not anytime soon right now. I know I think he's going to train, but it's kind of hard for him to lay low right now. But who knows? I might be wrong. Let's see what happens. So we see this guy, spear guy, walking. He's clearly injured, carrying the guy that resurrected him, you know. And he was like, not bad, northern blade, you know. Acknowledging that, yo, this guy is actually pretty gifted. Now, the following the chapters, you know, scenes after that is we see um northern blade. Like I'm going to just refer to him as northern blade. Meeting up with the people that he was traveling with, you know. You know, and the guy for the lady, the group that was referring to you know, the iron brigades that he was traveling the leader of that guy say hey my guy another blade you have gotten pretty serious um famous now you know, that's a nickname that everyone is calling you right now the new rising star has finally arrived right and then the brigade didn't really get much out of their meeting with the broken fist because the moment they decided um they were trying to the the, the heavenly thing they come in you know the heavenly group alliance come on you know basically taking over and all of that shit so that's pretty much what's taking place in this chapter right now we are getting to see 
the heavenly sect, you know, having a conversation with the broken fist um, leader, you know, one of the four um, greats from the northern heavenly sect. Basically, they not you, you need to lie low, you know, to, you know, because they have cre- basically created a mess here. And basically, asking him to send his son to basically you know their excuses that they are trying to get uh, some of the young heroes and all of that but you know realistically they are trying to use his son as an hostage you know in order to get him to comply you know but i don't i think this dude might sacrifice his son <laughs> all right who knows or not i know this review is horrible <laughs> and this this was not prepared this is coming right off the top of my mind i'm so sorry guys but I had to do it. RS it would not be done. You know, I would have just left it until like the chapter just came out. Like I just read the chapter a couple hours ago. If I don't do it today, I'm not doing it again. You know. Uh, so I'm sorry. Just take the sense of out of what makes sense and you know, ignore what doesn't make sense. You know. So yeah. Pretty much that's all the whole chapter, you know. So it's be- it's becoming now a more political scene right now, you know. So we have the broken fists that are basically in shambles right now. They have lost the influence that they have. The heavenly, the heavenly alliance is now coming in, you know, trying to subjugate the guy, telling him to shut his door, trying to take his son as hostage. Basically, letting, trying to, you know, limit his power. And he is basically admit that, yo, they have lost almost half of their influence or power whatever you want to translate that has right and so it's pretty clear that they are in a very peculiar position right now the the, the broken fist sick and he's pretty mad you know he's even saying that it's the fault of that northern blade he doesn't realize yet that this is the son of his former leader right from his former sick so he doesn't know yet that this guy is basically this is the, the son of the man that he betrayed you know, and it's conflicted, and this is why I say about the humanity that has been shown to this character, because this guy is obviously a bastard, right? But he's not questioning, yo, come on, they're trying to limit my power, they're trying to make me feel, you know, talk down to me. Is this really what I betrayed my former leader for? You know, and that's a good question, you know. Sometimes our goals look so huge in front of our eyes. And we just want to achieve them, not even caring about the consequences of how it might of how it might affect others. But just like how we aren't caring about the consequences of others in pursuit of our goals, there are others who have bigger goals that will be affecting us both negatively or positively. We don't give a shit. They're just out to pursue their goals. And this is why individualism at the end of the day can be quite dangerous. Because if everyone is all pursuing their own thing. Not caring about the consequences that their goals might have on the larger population or the collective of human beings. There is bound to be wars, strife, hatred, conflict. That is also one of the biggest reasons for conflict in human history. One country has a goal, another country has a goal that is um, opposition to that goal. Then we have to fight, we have to start fighting. You know, if human beings come together try to achieve a goal that is beneficial to all of us, that would be more... That will be more, you know, beneficial for all of us as human beings, and, and you can still be an individual within the larger scope of that overarching goal. However, human beings don't see it like that, 
and this is what this northern this this broken fist guy that betrayed his family that is finally realizing you know in pursuit of his goal his dreams he thought that yo his leader was too humble you know you know he thought that yo his leaders was so powerful and so strong he could conquer everything but probably what he didn't realize is that his leader figured out life you know live a life that is as you know you can be strong and all of that but you don't need to project your strength all over the world you don't need to have people fearing you right although ultimately it was that his strength was one of the reasons what that led <laughs> to his demise because people feared him regardless human beings are irrational like that too you know they fear things that they don't understand you know most of them could not and most people judge you based on their lifestyle and this is also another unfortunate thing in 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 us as human beings it's also a survival thing you know where we project our sweet our insecurities our limitations and our fears onto others you know we think that because i am fearful of this that means that he must also be fearful of this because we think we are the same thing but this is where uniqueness in human beings come you know where we aren't we you know have the same we you're not born in the same soul culture don't eat the same food don't have the same parents you know our perspective on life is different and that is good because it's this you see people think that having difference of opinion means war you see respecting others opinion is good and it is possible while also being a collective people think that be the collective will oppress the individual but i don't think so of course the individual will have to sacrifice certain things like let's say there's a food shortage the individual greedy in me might want to eat everything not caring about anybody else but i will have to realize that i can't do that if i eat everything that might cause war the people that are going to have less food might also turn on me and kill me it's not beneficial to me to be greedy in that scenario right so of course i can still be an individual and say you know what i know a way that i can make this food multiply that I is a, it, this is something that's unique to me because I have lived a different life. I've learned something that the rest have not learned. And I can multiply this food. I can also fulfill my need to eat more. No, not be greedy, but eat more than I wanted because I have multiplied this food. So this is what this guy is learning in here that you know, his, his quest to be get his dreams fulfilled by any means is not something that's exclusive to him, you know. You know, here he's saying that on the other hand, I have spent my entire life fighting against the silent. Just how much more do I have to do in order to claim that for myself? You know, sometimes there's a saying that mana plan and God are wipe. You know, our plans are minuscule in the larger things in life. You know, when you look at the larger picture, sometimes our goals and dreams are just nothing much. Some of us have very humble lives, humble dreams. But there's other people out there with bigger dreams, bigger goals who will up, who will crush your dreams and goals in order to get theirs. And that is why individualism is dangerous. No, no, let me rephrase that. That is why over-individualism is dangerous. Where, like, for instance, the big companies right now, like Amazon or Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos has a goal in mind that he wants to achieve. And guess what? He has the capital, the resources to achieve it. You know what that mean? If I am someone, let's say coincidentally, I don't even love, don't even know Jeff Bezos' plan. I don't have a problem with Jeff Bezos, but let's just say that I being exist, I existing is a threat to his goals and plans, 
I will be taken out and I would not even have a way to stop it because I don't have the resources. I don't have the anything to stop that. I'm not saying that he's going to do that. I'm saying that you never know. And that's the thing about life. You never know. That is why it's important to take precautions about uh, towards our possible situations. And we do it as a collective. But that's pretty much summing up the chapter. I like this manga for a number of reasons. And some of which I stated earlier. The humanization. But also, I must say the characters are pretty great. You know, the art. I like the art. The art is unique. The characters are huge. They are, the characters are very distinct. They are very distinct. Look very distinct. Shape, height, size. You know, that makes the characters, again, very identifiable. Even though I don't remember some of them names. But I, as I look at a character, like, oh, that's that character. You know, he has a very unique look. So, in that sense, I think the art is pretty good. Pretty doing a good job right there. Um, also, the dialogue. That's something that I should, you know, the dialogue is great. It, this this reminds me so much of Naruto. Again, not in terms of content, but in terms of like the dialogue, the story, the character, the maturity. You know, this is one of the reasons why I loved Naruto. You know, Naruto tackled a lot of subject that, again, subjective in nature, you know, because it's based on how you view things. But it, it did it so good. It, it, you know, it, it, it humanized it, it humanize its villains, you know, allow us to realize that, listen, I could become a pain. I could become a Nagat, a Yaiko. I could become a Obito, a Madara. No, Sometimes we think certain things are not possible, but that's because we are not exercising the great imagination that God has given us. So I must really believe that this world cannot just descend into chaos immediately. And trust me, there is enough... It, it, the, 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 the tools are in place for that to become a possibility where people just descend into chaos that's a true real possibility so this is why i like this anime this this manhwa you know it, it tackles humanity pretty good you know and the main character is conflicted right and this is why i like this main character this is why i love the main character let, let me explain he's conflicted he's trying to forge a part for himself He's not trying to forge a part that is forced upon him, you know. He's not just trying to have revenge. As a matter of fact, I don't think he was ever planning to have revenge per se, you know. Of course, he might have, you know, if if he cross part with these guys and they offend him, he might very much well kill them, especially if you think of the betrayal. But he's not someone who is driven by simply having vengeance. He seems to have trying to figure out the nature of human beings. And this is also why I think I'm going to love this going forward. It, 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 it's taking a philosophical approach to dissecting and understanding the human. What is it to be a human? You know, he's having conflicting. He's trying to understand others. He's trying to understand his enemies. He's trying to figure out why. What is your motivation? Why are you doing these things? But at the same time, he's also making it pretty much clear that. I am also human. I have my dreams, my goals. I have things that I care about. So, for instance, with this clash between him and the guy that was trying to resurrect the Silent Night, it was like, listen, personally, I don't even have a problem with you. Truth be told, I probably won't even have tried to stop you if you didn't involve my uncle. And that's a fact. Most of us as human beings will turn a blind eye to a lot of things if it doesn't directly affect us. And... You know, there's nothing innately wrong with that or 
innately good about that it's just a choice that is available to us as human beings you know whether or not that choice is right or wrong time will tell and that's again is a subjective thing you know whether it's right or wrong for you it could be wrong for the larger collective of human beings but personally it's good for you or it could be bad for you and right for the larger collective of human beings the point is this a lot of things that we argue about in society aren't even based on concrete facts it's just our interpretation and perception of the reality that we are inhabiting you know and so I like all these guys trying to collect as much information as possible before we come to any concrete conclusion. Also, this is also one of the things about us as human beings that affect us. You know, we try to create concrete conclusions with the very little knowledge we have of this world. You know, part of it is survival, but still we have to realize that you have to keep an open mind. Having an open mind is how you adapt to change. You know, let's say tomorrow our new reality is killing, just killing to survive. You will have to have an open mind enough to do that. I'm not saying killing is right. I'm saying that survival is one of the biggest things that human beings seek. Survival, you know. Let's say tomorrow the new normal is that all of us have to learn to walk on our hands. You will have to figure out a way to do that. You know, you have to be ready and up ready to change at all times. You know, and I always say to my friends and family, listen. Don't limit yourself, but we live in a society that tries to put us in boxes, try to define us the moment we walk out the womb. The moment we, are co- we come out the womb, they are trying to define us. You should think this way, you should think that way. Allow kids to explore. Of course, in a controlled environment, because this world is dangerous, but allow kids, chill people to figure out who they are. And this is why I like this main character. He's trying to find out who he is outside of the identities that has been prescribed to him, you know outside of being the descendant of the northern even the of the northern sect outside of being the inheritor of that sect outside of being someone whose family was massacred by the heavenly uh, heavenly sky or whatever right outside of being someone who's lost everything he's trying to figure out who he is at his core and this is what most of us human beings need to figure out as well. You know, this is got to become philosophical. Who are we? Why? What are the thi- Why I do? Why do I like the things I like? Do I like this particular thing because I truly, from a place deep within me, actually appreciate it, or do I like it because society say this is a trend in society? So, um, it it looks appealing to the eye, and society say we should like it. So, guess what? I'ma like it as well. See, we, most of us don't know who we are. And, most, and this is one of the sad realities. Most of us will never be happy. No matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we fight, we will never be happy. You know, I was looking up some statistics the other day and I realized that in countries that are considered first world countries, suicide rate in these so-called first world countries are higher than countries where suffering is the norm based on society standards the 21st century societal standards you know places like japan that is considered first world country america in you know korea these countries that our standard of living is probably way higher than say someone like me in jamaica who grew up in absolute poverty and i'm not joking absolute poverty I've never thought of killing myself. Well, I, I never thought of actually killing myself. You know, I've thought about not existing, but I've never thought about I personally, Shane Salman, killing myself. Never. 
because what thing despite growing up in poverty what 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 one of the things that i was blessed to have was that i was blessed to explore me i was blessed enough to explore shane salman beyond the physical attributes beyond my appearance beyond my community beyond all these boxes that society tried to put on me i was also blessed enough to acquire knowledge from multiple other people people were more smarter than me i was blessed to know to seek out other cultures in in high school and you know i was interested in the korean japanese culture you know watch anime learn about figure out their perspective i read a lot of history i've tried to figure out human motivation i learned i read up on real world one i think i i realized why Hitler became who he was you know Hitler. Uh, you know i, I won't even get into that thing i figure the talk the read up on the jews slavery i'm a black man by the way and i try to detach myself from all of these things emotionally and just try to consume that knowledge and then sit and figure out how does this make me feel how do I see and understand these things? This is what we need to do as human beings. And this is why the, I, I think I can I relate to this character. He's trying to figure out something beyond. And, and this is the thing, you know. In order to change society, you need profound thinking. In order to change the way things are being done, you, are must, be, you must be able to think outside of the way things are being done. If you look at history, every junction when history changed, it was always somebody who to think beyond their current reality uh, Christopher Columbus decided yo guess what the current reality is that the world is flat and if you go too far to the edge you will fall off all information and everything that they had at the time suggests that this was truth it was a considered a scientific fact by the learnment at that time this is why science is also should be you know you should act believe in science but also realize that it's a limited tool to explore this world there's still mysteries to this world that we cannot decipher with the tools and the apparatuses that we are using in science right scientists at that time realized that conclude the blurred men bright men that the world was flat and every information that they got collaborated that truth as a truth because probably most of the people that went out and ships to the edges because again we make sense of this world through our senses and if you say someone says sail and you seem to go over that horizon that as far as you can see and you never see them return you conclude that they have fallen over a cliff <laughs> you get what i'm saying so realities changes knowledge change compound upon you know try to figure out yourself beyond your identity and this is why racism is just such a dumb shit and i'm going way off base you know this is about uh, this is how much i think this 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 manwa is profound you know and all this character trying to figure out who he is beyond the titles and the accurately behind the, the, the definitions and the, uh, these prescriptions of pres idea I identity prescribed by society that society will try to push on him he's trying to figure out himself beyond those things and that is very very good you know i really like it but that's just a quick part of this anime podcast you know i'm gonna be doing this going weekly so you can look forward to a weekly review of this manhwa I'm going to do it weekly, so stay tuned, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.